What's up, world? Welcome to the Melanin Money Show, the official destination for personal finance, entrepreneurship, and wealth building for melanin millionaires. We will teach you the tools, the tips, the tactics, the hacks, and strategies you need to learn to become financially free so that you can be the wealth starter and legacy lever for your family. And I'm your host, George Action Palm, accompanied by co-hosts Jacqueline Shattuck and Carter Cofield. If you're ready to begin your journey to become a melanin millionaire, tune in, take notes, and let's go. Go. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Melanin Money Show. You already know how it's going down. You know what I'm saying? Typically, I do the intros, but Carter was feeling excited yesterday. You know, so he took it over yesterday. I let him live. You know I mean, yeah. You gotta, like, you gotta let the young bucks live. Wow, that's you know what, what we're doing. Okay. All right, but, uh, man. Welcome right. back, man. We back for another one. Today's gonna be like an entrepreneur uh therapy session, if you will. Oh, Lord knows. You know what I'm saying? Cause if we because we need it. But it's like a conversation y'all get to, you know, saying just tune into, tap in with, and y'all can comment. As if, you know, y'all were in the room and let us know some of y'all's thoughts on the topics that we discussed. Today. Yeah, y'all get some value from it as well. But um, as y'all can see on YouTube, if you're not on YouTube, check this out. Yeah. Um, George actually uh, flew out to Columbia so we could record some in-person podcasts you all have been requesting. We want to see y'all in person. We want the vibe. We want to see y'all next to each other. Like, Thanks. the Zoom thing is cool, but, like, we, we want this to be an in-person experience. So, George flew 20 hours. From, it was a it was a trip. It was a journey. It was a journey. It was Let's a journey. Say that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Flew, it was a journey. Flew 20 hours to come meet me at Columbia and we're at my studio getting some uh, amazing podcast episodes podcast episodes in. Cause we want to please the people, we want to please you all. So if you haven't, uh, check this out on YouTube, hit the like button, hit subscribe button, and watch this is the episode you want to watch because it's gonna be the facial expressions, the laughs, the 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 the, the different variations and ways that this conversation is gonna go. Yeah. Because this is you know, this is what we've been talking about for the past couple of days. He's been out here. We've been game planning for 2023 mm-hmm. and just talking about like, yo, the price of success. Like, right. like being an entrepreneur is a sport that most people don't understand that they're playing. Big facts. Right. And the price of winning, the price of success is a hefty one. Yeah. But, you know, it's worth it. And somebody got to pay it. Somebody got to pay it. Somebody got to pay it. Right. So we're going we gonna to get into it, man. The price of success, right? So, as you guys know, uh, me and Carter have known each other since 2019. Our entrepreneur journey has evolved quite a bit um, since then. Um, but with that evolution, right, there's been a lot of external things that people have seen and, you know, wins, right, that people might might attribute to the, to the growth. But sometimes people don't always realize the behind the scenes that comes with it, right? Yeah, and I think it would be even dope to tell people, like, because I feel like entrepreneurs, most successful entrepreneurs had a childhood or like a point in their life that made them be like, okay, I'm not going to take the normal track. Like, like I personally feel like coming from nothing gives you this type of feeling and type of uh, persona that I have nothing to lose. Right. You know what I'm saying? So what for you, like, what was it that if you can name just one moment growing up that like kind of made you kind of think that entrepreneurship is worth taking a risk. It's a risk. Like yeah, we're yeah, giving yeah, up yeah. guaranteed, guaranteed income. Yeah. 100%. To chase a dream. Yep. So what, what what made you think that was worth it in the first place, bro? Yeah. So I've been an entrepreneur for a little while and I, there's, there's probably something I could go back there deeper in the archives, but I think one that is most prevalent was when I got diagnosed with a giant cell tumor in my thoracic spine. Right. So, you know, I'm in 
I'm 28 years old. In his prime. Can, you know what I'm saying? Healthy as can be. Just got back from the DR from the bachelor trip. And, um, you know, I'm just feeling off. I'm, th- I'm thinking it's because, you know, I'm tweaking something off a 500-pound deadlift. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking, oh, you know, probably it was a deadlift, right? Yeah. So went to the massage therapist, went to a chiropractor, went to everybody, and just nobody could give me the answers I would need. And I kept getting progressively worse. So fast forward, you know, they tell me that, well, the reason why you feel this way is because you have a tumor that grew inside of your spine, fractured it, right? And so now we got to remove the tumor and replace a part of your spine with metal rising screen, right? He says, I got good news. I got bad news. The good news is we can perform a surgery to remove it. The bad news is that you could potentially be paralyzed from the waist down because of where we have to do the surgery. It's like, but if we don't do the surgery, you're 100% guaranteed to be paralyzed from the waist. <laughs> so, so, it's so like, 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 what's your choice, right? The band-aid off, huh, Doc? Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so at that moment, right, I'm like, whoo, that's heavy, right? And so I go through it, have the surgery, uh, have to relearn how to walk. My first, you know, few months of marriage, not first years of marriage, first few months of marriage, right? Um, and so it was quite the journey. But at that time, after going through that season, I'm like, yo, there's, if I can overcome this, right, there is nothing else that could ever possibly be worse than this. Well, I have other scenarios that are unpleasant that I wish were easier, 100%, but there's nothing that could be worse, right? And so for me, it was like, it was that moment where I knew I wanted to take a chance and bet on me because it was a reminder that life isn't promised. Mm-hmm. And it's like, all right, well, if life isn't promised, I might as well promise myself that I'm going to give everything I have to live the life of my dreams. You know what I'm saying? Because I could always go back and get a job. Working was easy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I look at some of my friends who like work remote or in tech or whatever. I'm like, like I, could do, I could do three of those jobs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's yeah. easy. So and run up a crazy bag. 100K, 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 300K salary. You know All remote. You know what I'm saying? So like, that was easy. So I knew worst case scenario... I could just do that if I want if I wanted to, but really I burned the bridge. I know I wasn't going back. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because that was my moment for me. I was like, yo, like if I can if I can overcome this, you know what I'm saying? Anything's possible. Facts. And I and, and, and I think that, man, so so mine is, is is similar scenario, right? Like, so and I think that people need to understand that when you have something that happens to you early on in life or mid on in life, it is sent to test you, not to break you, right? Mm-hmm. It's sent to 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 make you stronger and teach you how much you can overcome. So, you know, I talk about the story all the time, my parents passing and like literally to this day, my like my, my parents passing is, has been a superpower for me. Cause you lose your mom and your dad, bro. It's like, this is rock bottom. Right. If I can overcome this, you think I'm a, a, a business? Come on now. Bankruptcy, debt, like bro, I figured this out, I can figure anything else out. So I think losing my parents only on was like, yo, like, all right, bro, like you gotta figure this out. And if you can get through this, you can get through anything. So I, I remember like, like, like it was yesterday, me and my sister joke about it. I'm like, yo, like, should I quit this job? I'm like, start, like, so start this business. She's like, what, what are you talking about? She's like, you can do anything. Like, you, you know what we've been through? Like, why is it even a question? Like, and I was like, all right, sis. I literally quit like within the next couple hours. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because she gave me that, that freedom. So, um, shout out to sis. Shout out to sis. Shout yeah, to yeah, sis. yeah. Okay, I can't, I can't, can't disclose that information. Well, we just, I just helped her close on the house. Hey, hey. Yes, if I sign this goes out, yeah, I help her close on the house. So, I'll be flying to Chicago to help sign the papers. Um, dope. When you going to Chicago? I don't know, bro. Whenever the it's gonna be cold. Yeah, I'm. I'm really trying to tell the loan company just like just just. There's no way we can do it any other way. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, we can't just do a docu sign, bro, for real. But, um, yeah, bro. So like, I think that 
first off, people need to understand that having something happen to you early on, having having a tragedy happen to you in life can be a superpower if you leverage it to be, or it can be a, it can be a crippling if you allow it to be. It's going to do something to you, but you have the choice of how it's going to affect you. Exactly. Life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you respond to it, right? Um, because what I learned a long time ago was this idea called the slippery slope of justification. You know, it said you should get a health checkup at least once a year. My question is, when's the last time you had a financial health checkup? My guess, it's probably been a while. And that's why we created the Wealth Health Score. Whether you're financially out of shape or financially elite, the Wealth Health Score is going to tell you exactly where you stand and what things you can do to get into the best financial health possible. So visit MyWealthHealthScore.com to get your score today. Like people, we've all heard misery loves company, mm-hmm. right? And so if I were to tell people that, let's say that I was like 200 pounds overweight and I were to tell people, you know, what? I used to work, I used to be that guy in the gym, but what happened was I had this surgery. Mm-hmm. I never felt the same. You know, I still have to get infusions every, you know, every so often. So because of that, I just I've never been able to get back in the gym. People be like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Like, no one will look at me crazy if I told them and explained, showed them the pictures. Like, mm-hmm. man, I understand. Right. The problem is I'm the one that gets stuck with the life. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm the one that has to live. They get to, you know, shake their head, pat me on the back. And then they go to live their best life. Right. And, you know, to, and I'm the yeah. one that gets stuck with it. So it's a, it's a slippery slope because any listen, people will. People will adhere and appease your justifications, but you have to decide that no matter what, whatever my limit, we all have some level of limitation, right? Mm -hmm. There's somebody that's super rich and they have a family with a disability. There's someone that has the best family in the world. Like they're married, right? Not, not lonely, but uh, they have infertility issues, Mm -hmm. right? There's someone that is the most eligible bachelor in the world, most handsome guy in the world, but still feels like he can't find a woman he can trust. So everybody is going to have something, Mm -hmm. right? And so, if we hang, if we hinge it on justification and woe is me, right? You'll always find a pity party. Mm-hmm. But the question is, is that a party you want to stay at? That's a bar. That's a bar. So so now, like, how does this transition into entrepreneurship, right? Because yeah. the point of this conversation is like the, the price of success, especially the right. price of success of being an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like due to social media, yep, <laughs> right? Yeah. Due to social media, lifestyle yeah. marketing, which we talked about in the previous episode, yep. Um, People look at the things and the life and the persona and their opinions of what is good. Yeah. And they say, I want that. Yep. You know, like, seriously, right. I want that life. Mm-hmm. But they don't understand what comes with having that life. Yeah. Everybody sees the tip of the iceberg, but they don't mm-hmm. see what's underneath the surface right. and, the, and the the long hours and whatever it takes to be successful. Mm-hmm. So. I think that the, um, again, with this episode, we're not discouraging anybody 100%. from becoming successful. We're preparing you. We're preparing you. Right. Right. We're preparing you for what the price of success is because you have an honest question. After you, after you listen to this episode, you can honestly mm-hmm. look yourself in the mirror and say, hey, am I willing to pay that price to have what I think I want? Right. Let's give a real tangible example. So Carter and I went to the gym this morning. And there's not a soul on the planet, unless they're lying to themselves, which we'll get into it. If he said, hey, do you want a six? Just objectively. Not not do you want to work for it, but do you want a six pack? Mm-hmm. Most people will say, I'll take a six pack. Yeah. Right? Do you want a nice body, lean, chisel body, or woman, nice salt, whatever it is, right? Most people say yes. Cool. Okay. Here's what you got to do to get it, right? We want you to drink a gallon of water a day. We want you to be in the gym about four four times a week on strength training, three times a week at least on cardio mm-hmm. and conditioning. Uh, we want you to eat a high-protein a diet. Moderate carbs, mm-hmm. right? Once you do that for six months straight, 
Um, and then you should probably be on your way. You got to continue for the rest of your life, mm-hmm. but that'll kind of set you on your journey. Then it's like, mm, okay, I wanted the outcome, but I'm not sure if I want the process. Mm-hmm. And my big thing is this, because it's really hard to say out loud, but I would much rather people be honest with themselves. Like, you know what? Now that I've counted the cost, maybe I want the six pack. I want the flat stomach though. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's like really being real to yourself is real. It's real because what ends up happening is the body and the brain is a self-preservation mechanism. It doesn't want to be let down. Yeah. So if you keep missing the mark on something that you haven't counted the cost on, you keep not getting it done, you're going to start to lower your expectations mm-hmm. for yourself so that you stop disappointing yourself. You'll start saying things like, the summer's going to get whatever body that I want to give it because you, you, you're not. that's not how you really feel. That's a defense mechanism. People really say that? You ever heard anybody say that? <laughs> Bro, I've heard, I hear it every time. You're going to hear this summer. I'm going to send it to you on Instagram. Somebody's going to say that, right? The su- summer get what everybody I got for. Summer's going to get what everybody. And they say it confidently in this, in this, in this vein of body positivity. Shit. But really what they're saying is, right, they're trying to appease the fact that I didn't commit. I didn't get the result I want. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to act like I don't care about it. Okay. Right? Okay. And that's what people do in any level of success. I don't, I don't, who wants to make, who wants to slave away just to make, you know, make millions of dollars. I'd rather, I'd rather just enjoy my time and whatever. And watch Netflix and Watch shit. Netflix and shit. You know what I'm saying? You know, that, 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 that's something, that's something will get with everybody. Get, you don't get it. That, that's, that's a tough one for me. Cause it's, hey, look, you, no, nah, I ain't gonna even go there. I ain't gonna go there, bro. But I was taking somewhere like, all right, so you're gonna be sweating a lot with that body. Now it's like summer, summer gonna bring whatever heat you decide you wanna bring, okay? You're gonna be sweating them curves now anyway. That's funny. Um, that's funny. But yeah, no, so like what you said is real because I learned that self confidence is built by not the promises you make to other people, but the promises that you keep to yourself. Mm-hmm. So if you keep, every time you keep your promise to yourself, you keep making success deposits, which when it comes to like, one day you got to cash in all those deposits. When a big right. opportunity comes, you either go cash in those deposits and be like, right. I can take this opportunity or you're going to back down from the opportunity because mm-hmm. you don't have what it takes in your reserve bank to cash in to take advantage of the opportunity. Exactly. So I think that now that we just, now we like, you know, laid the foundation for like what the basis of this conversation is, like mm-hmm. we can get into it. Like, okay, so like what is some of the, like what are some of the costs associated with being a successful entrepreneur. And I think that the one of the best ways we can do this is I can give like a cost and how I'm dealing with that cost. Yeah. You can give a cost, how you sure. deal with that cost and back and forth. Yep. Right. Yep. So uh, I think the first cost is the the cost of losing friends, the cost of losing relationships, mm-hmm. friends, family, uh, uh, significant mm-hmm. others, right? The right. cost of temporarily losing those relationships because you're so focused on the go. Right. Right. So in my success journey, I've lost friends. I've I've Mm -hmm. lost communication with family members. I've definitely lost relationships because a relationship, at least at this point in my life, will never come first before my where where I want to be in life. Right. Successful Mm -hmm. wise. So I've lost meaningful relationships. And that that's tough because, like. It's not that you don't care about those people. Mm -hmm. They just can't see the vision. And it's frustrating to you because you're not saying, I don't like you. I don't want to spend time with you. You're not important. You're just saying what I'm chasing. If you could see what I see, like if I can give you these glasses Mm. to see the vision that I see, Mm -hmm. you would understand why I'm so focused and going so hard. Can I, can I piggyback on that analogy real quick? Yeah. And the reason why it's so challenging is because if I went and grabbed my glasses downstairs Mm -hmm. and I gave them to you, it would be blurry, right? Because it's my vision. 
right? And it's, it, it's, it's Jesus and it Christ. Is that's possible good. Possible for you to see it as clearly as I see it, yeah. right? No matter what, because it's mine, and God gave it to me. And so, if you don't have, I think what comes into maturity in entrepreneurship is your ability to articulate to the ones you love. Because I know it's younger me. Oh my God, Madge can tell you. I've been I've been married for six, going on seven years, but. I have been with her for almost decade, over a decade, right? Mm. And in the early days, if that shit wasn't on my calendar, I don't care who you was. <laughs> I was so rich. I, there was no mm. fluidity in anything. She like she looked at me like, yo, you're such an asshole. Right? <laughs> like it wasn't on my calendar. I'm like, yo, like who, I don't care who it is. It could have been my mom. You know what I'm saying? Like tell moms we'll get up next Thursday. Right? That's that, that's that's when we got to, that's when the that's schedule, schedule permits. You know what I'm saying? I was so rigid. But as I as I evolved as a human being and as an entrepreneur, what I realized is that I wanted to develop a better way to articulate my stance, right? I'm not trying to impose my will on you. It's just that this is who I am and this is what's important to me. You are important to me as well, but I shouldn't have to compromise or sacrifice, you know, what's important to me. What's going on guys, George Pong here and I am the founder of Melanin Money, the number one brand for wealth builders of color. You know, I look at wealth building like a sport in every sport, you got to have a uniform. And so what is the official uniform for wealth builders of color? That's where Melanin Money comes in. So if you go to melaninmoney.com and use code MELANIN15, you'll get 15% off your order of the entire store. And I think you're going to absolutely love our latest editions, right? It's literally a um, productized emotion of what it feels like to build black wealth, right? But you get to wear it. Um, you get to share the world, like your hard work that you're doing on this journey of building wealth. And we can't wait for you to join Team Black Wealth by shopping melaninmoney.com. So I think as you grow as an entrepreneur, you can learn to articulate better. But what I will say in that same breath, you don't have to like compartmentalize or marginalize either, right? Mm -hmm. I look at success like running a race. I'm never leaving you. I'm just keeping up at the same pace. If you can run up beside me, then great. We, we good. Mm -hmm. If you slow down a little bit, I'm going to still keep running. I'm going to be here whenever you're ready to catch up. And there might be a, a season where you might be a few steps ahead of me. But I can't stop, right, just because you're not willing to run with me. You know what I mean? And that's what people have to understand. We only get one shot at this thing mm -hmm. called life. Mm -hmm. And the enemy of vision is sight. Right. When someone has a clear vision and they can see exactly where they're going, like they want it right now. We mm. want it right because we know we had a whole brainstorming session over the past couple of days. Yeah. Like we can we literally can see it. It's going to be so wild because we've done it time and time again. Yeah. Yo, Carter, what do you think about this? We put the club. Yo, we should do a dope podcast. Yo, we should do our first in-person event. Yeah. Mm. Time and time again, mm. we see it manifest. Right. So now it's almost like talking about the, 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 the bank account. Now we can't not do it because we have we, so much we, confidence. Confidence because we have the we have the money in the bank to cash in on these big visions. Exactly. Right. So when we having these big conversations, it's like okay, it's not a oh man, should we downsize? I mean, that's a little bit audacious. Mm. It's like oh, let's let's, let's ride, let's do it. You know what I'm saying? But not yeah. to piggy, not to go too far on that. But I wanted to piggyback. But no, that, that's a good point because I learned I, I read in a book once. It said, um, "Pay attention because when you step outside to go on a walk with somebody, one or two things happen." You adjust to their pace or their, they adjust to yours. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So in that same sense, like we have to watch who we allow to make us feel a way about where we're going. Mm -hmm. Because if the if we let the wrong person control our pace, they might slow us down yep. because they're not on our level. So I think the first thing, the first price you're gonna have to pay for the price of success as an entrepreneur, you're gonna lose some relationships. Mm -hmm. 
friends, family, girl, guy, like you're going to lose some relationships because everybody is not going to be able to see the vision that you see. Right. And if they are, your vision is probably too small. Mm, talk about it. If, they, if everybody thinks that your vision is, oh, that's it. You should you should go for that. Yeah, it's cool. No, yeah. no, that means your vision is too small. Right. You should scare people. You should make people laugh. You should like, because again, when people laugh at your vision, they're not laughing at you. They're they're like justifying to themselves that since they can't do it, you can't do it. So right. like, when when people say it to me, I'm like, okay, it's okay. You think you can't do it? That's good because I don't. Knowing who you are, respectfully, I don't. I don't think you do it either. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right, right, right. like respectfully. So yeah, that, that, that's yeah, that's, yeah. The, that's the price number one is, is relationships. Yeah, I would say uh, price number two um, is. I would say almost like uh, luxuries, right? In the beginning of your journey, right? It's like like being a being willing to know that your business is the most important thing right now, and so there might be certain things you got to sacrifice on. And not even because you don't have the money in the bank, but because you know that if you take this fuel from your business, then it can't go as far, mm. right? Like this, like this, don't judge me by what I, I show you. You should judge me by all the decisions of me not doing something, mm -hmm. right? If y'all knew all the times I could do this, I could do that, and I don't do it because of what I'm delaying for the longer for the longer haul, right? That's hard sometimes, right? Because I, I always tell people, I'm human just like you. I'm not this robotic entrepreneur who wants to just only eat healthy most of the time, wants to work 24 seven. Like I'm making, I'm consciously making these sacrifices and these commitments, right? I would love to blow a bag on some of the stuff that y'all would love to spend money on, but mm -hmm. I know I got payroll to me. Mm -hmm. I know I got a business, I got a business to grow and I can't, I need to have reserve capital to be able to do that, mm -hmm. right? And so being willing to make that, especially in the early phases, being willing to make that sacrifice for the sake of the, the empire that you're trying to build. Because that's a hard thing to do, especially when you're actually doing well. It's easy to do when you ain't got no money. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, you yeah. can't go to the club this weekend, y'all got a business to run. You ain't right. got no money to right. go to the club this exactly. weekend. Exactly. Uh, it's like people saying, oh, you never cheated before. You ain't got no girl. What are you talking about? Or, you know or, or ain't nobody's looking for you. Nobody's looking, you looking for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's easy. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's only difficult when you have choices. When you log into that online banking, and it's, it's, it's comfortable. Like, matter of fact, it's really, imagine how hard it is. When you have made more money in a weekend than some people will make in a decade, mm -hmm. and you you in Monday you act like nothing happened, you have amnesia. You know, as Neo says, no scoreboard watching. Mm -hmm. Do you know what type of grit it takes that takes to literally act like nothing? I remember Madge looked at me because I had I had did something recently, um, and it went well. Yeah, and Monday was a regular fucking Monday, and she yeah. was like, "You're not going." I was like. That was yesterday. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. we, got, we got stuff to do. Like, that type of mentality. But here's the thing. Here's how I explained it to her that finally shifted her paradigm on my work ethic. I said, the average person in America, if they do everything right, this is what they don't, they don't mess up anything. They, they can retire with a million dollars at retirement, and it'll produce about 40 grand in income. But it's going to take them 35 to 40 years to get that one million. Mm -hmm. right? So if it's going to take them 35 to 40 years to do that, and I'm going to need that plus about another nine of them things. Mm. And I'm trying to do it in 30 years faster, 20 years faster. I'm having to collapse time. So, yeah, I got to bust my ass for a season. You know what I'm mm. saying? Like, I'm, I'm literally collapsing time. But at the same token, as we always say, the quicker you get to your dream life, mm -hmm. the longer you get to enjoy it. So you just got to have a paradigm shift. Yeah, I'm working this hard, but there's a, there's, there's a means to an end. Right? There's a means to an end. So when our friends are in their mid-40s and they're realizing, like, oh, shoot. I'm starting to lose steam. I'm tired. I can't be doing these long hours. 
and we out in the, you know, just chilling on the yacht in the middle of the day, then it'll make sense. And the words of my good friend Curtis Walls is not for them to understand, it's for them to see. Mm-hmm. Right? It's not for them to understand, it's for them to see. And so as a as a part B of my cost, it's um be willing to be misunderstood. Right? Be willing for it not to make sense to most people. Mm-hmm. If like I tell Carter all the time, if just a few years ago, if you if we would have talked about some of the numbers that we are aiming for now, I would have been like, who are you scamming? Who are you stealing from? Mm-hmm. You know, we're supposed to be on the up and up. Like, bro, we can't do no dream scheming. Like, <laughs> because your mind has to elevate to what's possible. And I know if I can feel that way just a few short years ago, mm-hmm. I know that there's a person who's working a job, right? Who just can't fathom. And I don't fault them for that. Like, just, your belief system isn't there. And I understand, but I can't slow down as a result of it. Yeah, you can't be what you can't see. You know what right. I'm saying? So, like, um, I think that's very important. I think that luxuries are a, a, a big thing, man. Like, um, especially when you know you can't afford it and you just don't do anything about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and like, we, you know, we, we will balk at a thousand dollar shirt, right. like a Balenciaga a thousand dollars. No, but we go drop 50 grand in our investment account Facts. overnight and keep it moving. But okay, now it's the next thing. You know what I'm saying? Because we understand that that is a temporary luxury we're willing to give up right. in order to have, um, one of the, one of the results that we've been going so hard for. Yeah. Um, so that, that that that's dope. Okay, so my, my my next cost will probably be like, and I and I and I and I say sanity with all due respect. So here's here's what I mean by like you got to lose you're gonna you're gonna lose some sanity and you're gonna lose some. I want to say sanity and relatability, mm-hmm. right? Because like so a couple you know like I don't want to phrase this. So when you are an entrepreneur, especially a successful entrepreneur you see the world differently and you forget that people can't see the world the way you see it. Right. Right. So for instance, one of the things that like, you know, if you ask somebody like, yo, you're trying to, uh, it's Tuesday at noon. Let's, let's go take this flight somewhere. Cause I got to go pull up, you know, like, yeah. I got to go to New York to speak. And you're like, come with me. Like, yeah. bro, come on. Like you lose relevancy to like what's actually happening for mm-hmm. most people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, like, I I I wanna I, I want to um have com- I, I can't have certain money conversations with people because they're gonna think I'm scamming or bragging. Right. And I don't, I'm not trying to intimidate anybody. I just have to like learn like, okay, that person I can't have that conversation with them. Right. And it makes me like feel like I'm losing connection with certain people. Right. And that makes me lose sanity, right? Because now I have a really, really close knit group of friends that I can call about a certain problem and they'll understand what I mean. Like, hey bro, like I, I did I did this play and it only made me 50,000. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to have a personal financial advisor that you could ask questions to to help you navigate, you know, spending decisions, help you, you know, figure out investments that make sense for you to help you achieve financial success. Well, you no longer have to wonder that because we created that inside the Melanin Millionaires Club with our flagship feature, Pocket Advisor. With Pocket Advisor, it's just like it sounds. You have an advisor right in your pocket where you can ask a real expert, real questions in real time to help you navigate your journey towards financial success. So if you want to learn more about that, click the link in the show notes, go to melaninmoney.com forward slash pocket advisor to learn how you can get an advisor in your pocket for less than $2 a day.
I only made you fifty thousand. Yeah, and like I'm down about it, and I'm not, I'm not looking for validation. Right. I'm looking for somebody to teach me how to make that a hundred. Mm-hmm. Don't be like, don't remind me that fifty thousand mm-hmm. dollars in in a week or whatever is a lot of money. I right. get that, right. but but from where I'm trying to go, it's not. You know what right. I'm saying? So it it forces me to lose relatability with a lot of right. people, and I find myself having conversations with people that I'm. Not making myself small, but I'm holding back. Yeah, because I don't want to make it weird. Yeah, I was just talking about this literally two days ago um, at a event I spoke at, and I was like, I found myself like when I go to like some family functions. Oh, oh my god! Right? Yes. How I just don't talk business at all, and like, and like, I mean, but I'm trying to find balance, right? Because Madge was like, we had our, you know, we had our event in December, mm-hmm. and she's getting them. She's like, why didn't you invite so and so? Why didn't you like make it a big deal? I'm just like, and I can't remember exactly what I said, but I'm just like. I don't have the time to like try to slow down to tell them about it. And then when I do it, it feels like on big time or like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, so it's it's this fine line between you don't want to alienate the people you love because there are people that genuinely do want to support you. You know what I'm saying? Like who really are rooting for you. But at the same token, you don't want to have these conversations that are genuinely normal conversations for you but that are just going to feel like they're at 30,000 feet in the air. So I just choose to kind of just be like, be normal, right? Like yeah. I have the business conversations all day long. So when we're on family, I typically kind of really shy away from it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I just really shy away from having those conversations. Imagine like, nudge, like tell them about this, tell them about that. I'm just like, eh, but why? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I'm trying to find that balance of like not alienating them so they can want to support and be involved. But at the same token, not like, you know, having to have a conversation, I feel like just is not going to be fruitful too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. And it's like, you know, but it, 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 the, the, the good side of it, because I feel like, you know, let's bring some good into this conversation. Having those friends that you're able to have the conversations with, you get close really fast. Really fast. You get close really fast. I'm able to call you and we're able to have a conversation mm-hmm. and I'm able to, to just go without a seatbelt on and we can pitch and catch and like you get it and I don't have to break things down and explain it to you. And when I say the revenue number, we're like, bro, that's it? Like, like I, I remember having a conversation with... um. JP the other day, shout out to Justin, um, co-owner uh, support, former co-owner support by colleges. Um, and he gave, we was just going back and forth. And I told him a, 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 a play that what I was trying to make, like, bro, that's too low. Cause you can do that right now. Like if you're trying to like set, really push yourself, stretch yourself, you gotta do this. You gotta do that. You gotta do that, bro. And it's like, thank you. You know what I'm saying? So the sucky part is that you, you kind of lose older relationships and it make you kind of lose connectivity. But with those new high level relationships, like at this point in our entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. when we become friends with somebody, the relationship is exponentially right. growing. Right. Facts. Like you meet somebody like we, we met three years ago and I'm closer to you than I was before I met 20 years ago. Facts. Same. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, 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 it's exponential growth together right. that strengthens a relationship. So I think right. it's a gift with the new people, but it's also a curse to the old people. Yeah. Because when it, what ends up happening is, and it takes the right kind of person, right? It's like, we can joke with each other about, oh, that's it. Or like, you know, like, because we know where we're headed and where we want to go. If we're in the gym, it's like, oh, you ain't gonna put no real weight on there. Like yeah. we can have that conversation because we know we both are craving mm-hmm. growth, mm-hmm. right? In a healthy, competitive way. But when someone doesn't want to be pushed, right? And doesn't want to be pushed out of their comfort zone, then what happens is it's only two things, right? Either a person is inspired or they're intimidated, right? If I see a friend that bleeds like me, that puts on their pants like me, that breathes like me, and they did it, it's like the best thing in the world. It's mm-hmm. like, oh wow, okay, I'm next. 
Facts. Right? It's the best oh, thing. Oh, bet. It's this bet. You show me that it's possible. Oh, bro, thank right. you. It's, it's the, the best, best thing you could have did for me. Like, you, know you show me it's possible, it's over with. And so, but for other people, they fade to black because it's like, oh, this is what this environment is going to be. And I am not continuing to level up. So who who wants to keep showing up and they haven't leveled up? Mm-hmm. Right? No one wants to keep show, showing up. So they'll eventually fade to black, right? Because they don't want to be the person that's constantly not having something good to say. Right. And so it's a challenge. Now, here's another cost of success. Right. Side effect, almost, if you will, is because you're always seeking growth and you're always stretching your limits, uh, you, you it's kind of hard to find contentment in the journey. Right. Mm-hmm. Because it's like it's I'm almost it's almost still surreal for me how desensitized I am about certain numbers. Right. Like I should be excited about this this should be blowing me away or but then it's like because you see what's possible because you're constantly stretching yourself putting yourself in these big rooms and someone's like casually talking about buying a private jet mm. or casually talking about making millions in a very short period of time right your belief system is unlocked and so what ends up happening is what used to seem like big to you now seems like a tuesday yeah you know what i'm saying so that's while i think there's that there's there's greatness in that it also can be challenging because at what point do you find a level of contentment where it's like it's okay to smell the flowers it's okay to like enjoy this it's okay to celebrate this this is mm-hmm. a, a huge milestone right and, and i think that's the hardest thing because um we're we you know as entrepreneurs we're under the entitlement like no scoreboard watching like right. like because our income is unlimited our income is also could be zero so mm-hmm. just because you had a big day, that doesn't mean tomorrow's going to be a big day. Exactly. The next month could be a bad month. Like, it could be a $0 month. Right. And do that fact, it's like a never-ending chase for what we think we want. And it's it, and it really does suck because like, um, and guys, like we're, we're not, it's not, it's not pouting. It's just like, we're, 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 this is therapy for us. Right. This is, this is literally therapy. Therapy out loud. Therapy out loud. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I personally remember when, you know, Earning, earning seven figures, like earning a million dollars was the goal. Mm-hmm. Earning, whether it was a, you know, whatever, however, 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 like 12 months, 16 months, like just having a time I could like go back, go back, go back to my PL and be like, all right, from, from in the last two years, I made a man, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, whatever, like that, I put it on such a pedestal. Then when it happened, there was very little celebration. And, you know, and people like, you know, you hate to complain about that. It just, it's like it's like when you, you get to meet like a superhero, then you meet them and they're not what you want them to be. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then you just you just kick the kick the goal down further, and it's really hard for us to celebrate. Right. And for me, like personally, I feel a lot of guilt celebrating. Like, yeah. like it's really hard for me to relax. I remember, like, I think it was two weeks ago. Um, I just won. I, I had a free day, and I got my work done the day before, mm-hmm. and some meetings got canceled. And I tried to relax and literally I felt this like cloud of guilt over me for relaxing. Yeah. And I was like, yo, this is fucked up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, for real. Like, y'all, like, yeah. it's, a, it's a Wednesday and because it's Wednesday at midday and I want to sit back and watch The Office. I watched like two episodes, but I didn't enjoy it because then the whole time I'm watching it, mm-hmm. I am feeling like, why, why aren't you reading? Why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you doing that? Like, there's always work to do. So right. it's a, like a, a really, because we can, like people think that because you're an entrepreneur, like you got all your time to yourself. You can do whatever you want. But like, mm-hmm. if you're a high level entrepreneur, you're not going to take that time to do whatever you want. Right. You're not going to like just sit and relax because you know what can be done if you don't relax. 
What's up, guys? Have you ever been just like chilling on the couch and trying to find something to watch on Netflix and you're browsing, you're scrolling and you just can't seem to find anything that you either one haven't already watched or just doesn't seem that interesting? Well, I have the solution for you, because if you're listening to the Melanin Money show, then I know that you care about taking your financial life to the next level. And that's exactly why we created Financial Flicks. So instead of Netflix and chill, you can Financial Flicks and chill and you can find on-demand videos across personal finance, wealth building, and entrepreneurship. And right now, you can test drive Financial Flicks for just a dollar by clicking the link in the show notes. Go to melaninmoney.com forward slash Financial Flicks and check out all of the on-demand videos we have, plus all the other features that you'll get access to by joining today. 100%. And, and, and almost like goes into another topic that we were going to touch on that maybe we'll expound upon in another podcast. But like when you start to understand how valuable your time is, yeah. Because of the value that you bring to the world, it's hard not to like do something with that time, right? Um, and so, again, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not saying it's good. I'm just saying it is one of those things where it's like, man, it almost like it, it would be nice. To, you know, I say ignorance is bliss. Like yeah. sometimes I wish I, I see people sometimes like I, I wish I could just have that level of just like carefree. Hey, but but, but, like, but listen to what we said. Like like it's but the, what you're saying is so real. Like. It's but when we had a job, right? <laughs> we had a job. You're looking at an entrepreneur like, man, if I had his life and I had his free time, I'd do whatever I want. Right. And then you like become an entrepreneur. You become a high level entrepreneur, and then you realize like how much your time is worth. So you don't take any time off. Then you see somebody off work, just sitting and watching Netflix. Cool. And you're like, man, I wish I had that peace of right. mind to just like sit and binge watch TV for three hours. Right. Like you know what I'm saying? Employees are literally watching the clock. It's taking all day for the day to end. We don't. We never have enough time. Yeah. And in a crazy paradigm, entrepreneurs are like, man, there's never enough time. But yet, employees, most employees are like, you know what, man, I'm I can't wait for five o'clock. And so here's where I think the solve is scary as hell, man. The solve is fulfillment and purpose, right? Because the milestones, the money, right? It's only going to get bigger as you continue to grow and evolve. And so at some point, it's like, okay. It has to be bigger. Yeah. Right. Because that is the only way that I can find contentment. Because if I keep chasing, first it was seven figures, then it's going to be eight, then it's nine. It's like, well, we're at nine. We, got, we might as well go ahead and see if we can touch Dude. the beat. We already at nine. You know what I'm saying? And so at some point, it has to become, and that's why we, and, that's, and to be honest, shameless plug, that's why we created this platform. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. if it was about the money, I guarantee you wouldn't be recording podcast episodes at 11, whatever time it is at night yeah, yeah. In, in Columbia. And right? flying 20 hours to do it in person. Exactly. Yeah. It's about fulfillment because there's so many people that we can reach yeah. and teach and impact through this medium. Mm-hmm. And we are looking forward to the days and it's something that's already happened on a, on a moderate scale, but like when we can go nowhere and someone's like, yo, I listened to that episode and it changed my life. Or yeah. I took that class Watched this episode in the, in the, in the, the Melanin Millionaires Club, and I ran this play, and my family's life has changed. Like that, there's no amount of money mm-hmm. that you can put on that, and that is where where things start to become really, really exciting. Yeah, and, and like we want you all to pay these prices. Like we want you all to have these problems. Some of y'all are like, well, I wish I had those. We want you to have those problems. We just want you to know ahead of time because we weren't warned about the price, some of these prices. And 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 and, and taking a step back, these are all like. Like if, if I had to pay the price, I'll pay it double. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I'll, pay, I'll pay the price every single time. Right. But it's just like, yo, we want you to know going in. But like, oh, lost that friend. Mm-hmm. They told me this was gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Cool, I'm ready for it. Oh, that person called me. 
big time. That person called me brand new. That person keeps saying must be nice. When I, you know what? Like I get it, and I'm willing to pay that price. Because let me tell you something. All the stuff we're talking about right now. Guess what? The price is worth it, and then we pay it seven days a week and twice on Sunday. Big okay. Facts. Okay, it's worth it. We just want to make you all aware, and we're just making ourselves aware. Like I, I never thought about that paradigm of me being an employee, looking at entrepreneurs, w- wishing I had their time, mm-hmm. and then being an entrepreneur, looking at an employee off work, being like, man, I wish I had his mindset, carefree, free, ca- carefree yeah. and just you know, lousy fair attitude. So um, you know, we're learning as we're growing. We want you to learn and grow as well. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this, this what we're doing right now is such a like authentic real like episode and people right. get to see like you know not only who we are but some of the things that we struggle with yeah as high level entrepreneurs 100% and, and one of the things I want to leave you guys with is at the end of the day the price is the price mm-hmm. right so when you if you were to go to the Ferrari dealership and they say it's, it's two, 270 280 310 whatever it is 100,000 for a car right um you understand that that's the price. You don't go to the dealership and say, well, what if you took off the, the back rim because people really going to see it on the left side because I'm going to be drive, mainly going to drive in the left lane. Like, no. You understand that the price is the price and you can't negotiate it on that. So when it comes to your future, when it comes to your success, you have to understand once you've identified the life that you want, that the price is the price. And you would look crazy negotiating with yourself. Imagine scripting out what your dream look like life looks like being able to help auntie help mom help cousin help sis help yourself mm-hmm. travel buy the dream house buy the dream car and you map it all out right and then you start negotiating with yourself like oh well i, I could probably do a, a lower model of that i really don't need like you would look crazy yeah. right and so guys just realize once you decide what you want the price is the price don't negotiate with yourself and get in community right because it is like it is hard, right? So when I first started entrepreneurship, like, yeah, we're in these masterminds and we got business partners now and all that kind of stuff. But when I first started, it was a lonely journey. There was no community. There was no place. And that's why me and him, like, started our first mastermind, right? That was the first mastermind. Every other week. Wednesdays. You know what I'm saying? Every every other Wednesday. Boom. Game. Like, what you doing to your firm? What you do? Send me this SOP. Send me this template. How did that go? And, and we built because it was it's lonely. Mm-hmm. Right? It's why people go to conferences. But how do you keep that conference energy going? And that's exactly why we created the Melon Millionaires Club. Because we know that you need other people who look like you, who are on the same journey. Because here's what we can respect and appreciate. We can ex- respect and appreciate that you hearing it from me and Carter, while you do believe us, it's like, but they, George and Carter, they've mm-hmm. done it. They've been doing it for this many years. I'm not there yet. And then while I, we personally believe you are just like us, right? You might feel like you got a ways to go. And that's why we want to put you in a community of people who are right there beside you on this journey, mm-hmm. right? Who you can tap in with on a regular basis. And that's why we created the club so that, you know, you don't have to kind of go through some of the challenges that we have. Alone, at least. You know what I mean? Alone. alone. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, alone. Yeah. Um, because re- remember this, guys. Remember this. Um, if you want to buy things without looking at the price tag, you got to learn to work without looking at the clock. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And and I'm, I'm okay working without looking at the clock because I don't look at price tags anymore. Thanks. You know what I'm saying? If I want something... That's what I want. And if you got anything a little bit better than that, let me let me go ahead and grab that one too. Sure. Because um I I know that I deserve that because I do work without looking at the clock. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Well, the only thing look at the clock does is stress me out and let me know how much time I don't have left. So I don't look right. at the clock. You know what I'm saying? So um we want to leave you all with that. And please like comment below what you thought of this episode. I thought 
this topic would be very dope because it's vulnerability. It is um, um, honesty. It is transparency. And it's like what your future problems are going to be. And yeah. like you just knowing ahead of time what the cost for what you think you want. And if you don't want it, it's okay. Okay. If you don't want to pay that price, that's fine. Right. But if you do, you now know the price. Now you can go to your room, open that checkbook, and see if you want to if you want to stroke that check and pay it. Big facts, and figure out what that price is for you. It's gonna be different for everybody. Don't let nobody shame you into paying a price that you don't want to pay. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like once you sit, I, I'd much rather you sit down, do some self evaluation, and say, you know what? Like Dave says it all the time. Like, I don't want to be a billionaire. Yeah. Right? Dave says it all the time. It's like. I don't think that that's the life. I want to be successful, you know, maybe probably eight figures or something like that, but he doesn't want to be a billionaire. So it's like, you got to know the price that you're willing to pay. And once you know that price, commit. That's it. All right, guys, we appreciate you guys for tapping in. Make sure you like, subscribe, share this with a friend. And for our loyal uh, Spotify, YouTube, excuse me, Spotify and Apple podcast listeners, make sure you leave a five-star review as well. We haven't forgotten about y'all. But, but we can't deny that this this, this video looks crispy. This, this video is crispy. This yeah. video is looking fire. So if you haven't checked it out on YouTube, go to YouTube, like, subscribe, leave a comment there as well. We'll see y'all next time. Absolutely. Peace. Peace. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of the Melanin Money Show. If you like this episode, please do us a huge favor. Leave us a five-star review. And if you're not already, subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend because we're providing this valuable game so that you can level up as an aspiring melanin millionaire. Again, thank you for tuning in and we'll see you next week.